Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, November 6th. The Lightning are north of the border, the Rays are done, and the Bucks have a bye week. So we'll be catching everyone up on the rest of the sports throughout the country, throughout the leagues. Get your input as well. The number here is 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. And we'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature Landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, dog-friendly, desserts, craft beer and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land is Strangers depart as friends. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome to the show, sports fans. We're going to talk about some college football. Uh, great football weather around here this weekend. Tonight we have USF hosting um, Houston. Should be a great game in the conference. Houston, uh, a top 20 team, I believe, at number 20. Uh, it'd be nice to fill Raymond James and support the, the local Bulls and you know, I think it's uh, homecoming this weekend, and it should be a nice turnout. So let's hope that the Bulls can uh, put a good performance together on both sides of the ball and give the fans something to cheer about. Like we mentioned at the start of the show, the Lightning are playing Ottawa today at 2 o'clock up in the Great White North. Rays obviously are done. So we're going to talk a little bit of college football. It is November, and there are some decent games today. As you know, the rankings came out last week for the top um, four playoff teams. And they'll be out again. They keep on. There'll be a couple more times that they'll come out before the actual final um, rankings. But Georgia was one and Alabama was two. Uh, and, and they are the two best teams in the country, in my opinion. We can talk about the rest of them here in a little while. But as far as some good games today, uh, you have Auburn, number 13 in the country. They're going to be traveling uh, to College Station to take on number 14, Texas A&M. That's going to be a big matchup between SEC West foes. Uh, when those two teams get together, especially uh, the parity that they have this year, Anything can happen in that game, and I look for Auburn to actually uh, sneak out a win in that one. We also have a uh, Big Ten matchup with number five, Ohio State. They're going to be playing Nebraska, and that's a cross-division matchup uh, in the Big Ten. And I think that uh, you know Ohio State, they, they have coming off a win against Ohio State, up against Penn State, obviously. So I think that... Um, they're riding high right now, and they want to keep on winning and move up in the rankings, try to get into the top four. Um, they, they didn't land in the top four with the CFP rankings, but you know when you play on the road, playing a conference team like Nebraska, you get some points for a hostile environment there sometimes. So look for the Buckeyes to try to uh, put as many points on the board as possible uh, later on today. Uh, if you look at... 
The other game that is pretty interesting, it's number four, Oregon. will be playing at Washington. That's 7.30 this evening. Uh, the Huskies really, they really haven't lived up to their expectations this year. But, you know, on these two teams, the, the war of wards, if you will, between these two teams really, um, you know, especially when it comes to a recruiting battle, which a lot of times it does with these two teams, uh, there is some uh, bad blood on the field sometimes, and I really look for it to be a little closer than expected. I do think that uh, Oregon's going to come out with the victory, but it should be an interesting game. Some other games, uh, you have Wake Forest, who's currently ranked number nine in the country. They'll be at North Carolina. Uh, you know, Wake Forest is undefeated right now. They're going to try to keep that record, uh, unblemished record alive. And if you look at Carolina's season, it's really been a disappointment to them. But they still have a very explosive offense led by quarterback uh, Sam Howell. And I think that if he has a good game, it really may make Wake Forest change up their game plan a little bit and make it into uh, a decent game. Two other games, you have Michigan State, which is ranked number three. They're playing at Purdue. If you saw that Michigan State-Michigan game, what a great game that was. Nice comeback for Michigan State to um, beat their in-state rivals, Michigan, there. And I think that earned them the number three ranking right now. They're playing at Purdue. Uh, the question is, now, could the uh, Spartans have a little bit of a hangover after the big win? I, I don't think so. But, you know, you do have a Purdue team that um, upset Iowa when the Hawkeyes were ranked number two in the country a couple weeks ago. So it, it could be a trap game for Michigan State, although I don't see uh, Purdue being able to go four quarters with uh, Michigan State at this point. So I do look for Michigan State to win that game probably by about 10 points or so. And then uh, later on tonight, we have LSU's playing at Alabama. As mentioned earlier, Alabama's the number two ranked team in the country. Um, looking at the spreads, it's really tough to believe that the Tigers are 28 and a half point underdogs just two years after that night in Tuscaloosa when they beat uh, the Crimson Tide. Yet here we are. So almost a 30 point underdog against Alabama. Um, the Crimson Tide had a couple weeks off after they struggled a bit against Tennessee. But I think that they're going to uh, really put on a good performance, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And it's going to be a long night, if you will, for LSU. But again, that should be a decent game to watch. A couple other games that may be worth watching, uh, if you have some time today, would be Army and Air Force. Any time that the... Uh, Teams get together like that, whether it be Army versus Navy or Air Force versus Army. Uh, it's really a good matchup. I, I look for uh, Army to have a good game against Air Force. You have Missouri is playing the number one ranked team in the country, Georgia. Uh, that's in a couple hours here at noon. I don't think that you no know, Missouri has what it takes to be in that game. That Georgia defense is dominant. And when you're running up against them, you really need to, um, number one, have everything going your way, firing on all eight cylinders and have the other team, that team being Georgia, make some mistakes, whether it be on special teams or anything else to have a chance to beat them. So look for Georgia to win big. Uh, you do have Liberty playing at Ole Miss and um, Pitt and Duke. Uh, that may be a good game. Pittsburgh is number 25 in the country. 
Cincinnati, sixth-ranked team in the country, is on at 330 against Tulsa. You know, Cincinnati is a team that, although they're undefeated, they really, uh, the schedule, the strength of schedule goes against them when you're trying to um, get them to move up. If you're a, a Bearcats fan and, you know, they can only play the teams that are in front of them. I get that. But when it comes time to looking at the top four, which everyone tries to get into, uh, it's going to be hard for them, even if they go undefeated the way things are looking. Uh, and that brings me to another point as far as the way the college football system is working right now. I do see an expanded playoff format coming down the pike here um, within a year or two with all the teams that are, you know, you look at the top four, but no, really you could have um, the top eight, the top 12 right now. And I think that there's a lot of parity in the league and college football, I should say, right now this year. Uh, as I have said in preseason, and I'll say it after Alabama got beat and every other week that I have a chance, the two top teams, in my opinion, in the country are Georgia and Alabama, and they are ranked as such right now. Now, obviously, that could change if, if one of these teams lose, but anything's possible. That's why you play the game. A little closer to home, you have uh, Florida State hosting NC State. That should be a decent game. And then you have uh, Tennessee at Kentucky. I think that uh, Kentucky's looking to rebound. Uh, it should be interesting to see what they do. Um, tough loss last week, but they should be able to bounce back. And then you have Indiana is playing at number seven, Michigan. Now, Indiana is a team that it's a conference game. And of course, Michigan lost last week in that uh, nail biter against uh, Michigan State. So we're going to see what they're made of and have them come back and, and see what they can do. So it should be a good day in college football, better than some weeks. I think as we get going through November here, each game seems to mean just a little bit more and uh, maybe a little bit uh, more of a, a tense factor for some of these head coaches going into the stretch run here. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, 877-448-7901 is the number here. You can go to jimmybsports.com. Look at all the updates on there. There's a place you can email me if you want to talk about something, if you want to mention something we've spoken about in a previous show, or if you have an idea for an upcoming show, I would uh, definitely entertain hearing what you have to say. We'll be right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. You are in the gymnasium. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000 now, now back to the show back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1 Welcome back sports fans talking some NFL as we mentioned the Bucks are off this week after their loss last week where the Saints beat them 36-27 in a game that I think we all just assume forget about a uh, couple things happened in that game Defense did not play anything the way that our defense should play. Jameis Winston, as you know, 
had a knee injury, came to be a uh, torn ACL. He's most likely out for the season. So uh, right now, the Bucks uh, we're still first in the NFC South, obviously, um, with a record of 6-2, and two, and we'll be playing at Washington next week. So nothing worse than having to wait a week after a loss to uh, get back there on the field and pick up the next victory. So I'm sure that it's been a... Uh, uh, you know, rough week for the Bucks. Trying to, uh, you, you like to have a week off and you know rest up and everything like that. But knowing uh, Brady, knowing the mindset of this uh, coaching staff right now, the loss doesn't sit too well. But no, and re- realistically, how many times do we go up to New Orleans and win? Uh, the answer is not too often. So uh, put it in perspective: the teams in your own division. A lot of times we're going to split those games during the year. So we'll have our chance um, possibly against them again. We'll see what happens. But as for right now, I think that the week off will let them, you know, look at some of the things they did well for the first eight games. Like I said, we're six and two. Uh, haven't lost a game at home, which is uh, where we'll be against Washington next week. But I think going forward, as we can get more players healthy, uh, just find some ways to win. And, you know, if you look at the rest of the season, I'm sure that we can go ahead and get the, uh, you know, 12 to 13 wins uh, like we said we would earlier in this season. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on the game last week, if you want, on the rest of the season to um, to be played, what you think uh, you may want to see a little differently. Obviously, the secondary needs to get firmed up. Hopefully, uh, Sherman's coming back and uh, getting healthier. I think that the best way to... Uh, keep the defense off the field is to maybe run the ball, have more um, of a run possession type of offense, not try to go out there and score quickly. I know sometimes we like to do that. We definitely have the uh, players to go out there and and, and do that. Godwin, of course, and uh, you look at Evans, you look at OJ Howard now. Gronkowski tried to play. Obviously, he had some back spasms. He wasn't able to go after a couple plays. Hopefully, the week off will do him um, some some good well as as well. So um, looking at that division after the Saints are five and two right now, Carolina's four and four, and the Falcons are three and four. So obviously the first goal of the season is to win the division, and right now we are in the driver's seat with that, so we control our own destiny. As far as the rest of the NFC goes, uh, you have the Packers at 7-1 and one atop the NFC North, and uh, you have the Cowboys at 6-1 and one atop the NFC East. So looking at those two teams, uh, Dallas, I, I'm hearing that Dak Prescott will be playing this week. Uh, if you look at him, uh, he's had some injuries with uh, some leg injury, then a shoulder injury. Uh, you know, he doesn't need to play every game, I suppose, when you're 7-1 and one, uh, or 6-1 and one like they are. We'll see what happens this week with him. But they do have a, a very solid offense and... Uh, they're going to be a team to be reckoned with here down the stretch. Green Bay seven and one. Uh, they lost the first game, won the next second, won the next seven, and you know they're definitely a team with Rodgers. Obviously, the big game this week was going to be Kansas City and Green Bay. 
And then the last 48 hours here, of course, you all know by now that Aaron Rodgers will not be playing. Jordan Love will be the quarterback uh, because Rodgers tested uh, positive for COVID. And it came to light that he, in fact, was not vaccinated like everyone allegedly thought that he was. And the NFL's guidelines for unvaccinated players are that they need to wait 10 days before they can test and come back to play, which would probably put him about next Saturday, if my math is right. So, you know, it, it again, I'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think of um, that situation. Now, you can go up and down the line. The NFL has protocols in place. You see... You see people with press conferences after the game. You see people on the sidelines without masks during the game. You see people, you know, all over the place at practice facilities. It's getting to the point, at least in my mind, that it's starting to be borderline ridiculous. The fact that Rodgers right now has no symptoms, according to him. He did not want to go ahead and take the shot because... He felt that he had allergies to two of the different vaccines. And the third one, uh, he wasn't sure about the negative effects or side effects of that, according to what he says. Really, I I don't really care why he didn't want to. The fact is he didn't want to. And and that's his right. So as of right now, he says he has no... He has no symptoms. He actually did an interview today trying to explain his side of the story of, you know, why he's not getting the vaccine and and blah, blah, blah. You know, we're spending more time on nonsense in the NFL with these players than getting ready for the next team that you're playing. These players have to worry about what the next thing to say is about, you know, putting a mask on before you go here or or, or go there. Um, You know, I think... It needs to come to an end. Let everyone go out there. If you're sick, you don't play. Um, If you aren't sick, you go out there and you play. And, you know, the NFL needs to put some things in place where they need to re-look at what they're doing from a protocol standpoint across the board because things, it's a fluid situation and it changes constantly. So therefore, you can't have protocols that were put in place months ago when things keep on changing. So if there's not a spike in issues, if there's not a spike in cases, I should say, then they should act accordingly versus having something in there that doesn't really make sense. Rogers, one of the protocols was you can't do a press interview, um, you know, if you were not vaccinated. His um, you know, his retort to that was, yeah, I did that. I went against the um, mandates because uh, common sense dictates that if the people that are giving the interview have been vaccinated and they're wearing masks, why do I need to? Which, you know, tell me that's wrong. Now you can go out there and say, well, he's, you know, he's being selfish. He's being condescending. He's being everything else. And, you know, everything you say, you know, you, you know, you may have a point in, in different ways, but the fact of the matter is, Sometimes common sense goes a long way, and it it seems to me that there are more and more players and coaches and everyone else focusing on things other than getting ready for the team that you're lining up against in the next week. So, uh, long story short, Rodgers will not be playing this week. Jordan Love will get his first NFL start behind center against the Kansas City-led Mahomes. 
obviously that team, that team, um, they're four and four right now. Uh, I think that if you look at uh, what the Packers have to do, KC's a team where you, if they get the momentum, they can put up some points and they could uh, put a young quarterback away. However, their defense ha- hasn't really stepped up this year. Maybe they will this week. I'm sure they have some additional motivation now um, to welcome the young quarterback into the league. A lot of people are saying, I hope Love does well because I, you know we don't want to see Rodgers thinking that the, the whole team revolves around him and, and everything else. So whatever reasons you have, that is a game this week that I still think will be a decent game. It won't be what it was going to be before, but I, I do think that it should be um, a, a decent game. Of course, you had the Jets playing on uh, Thursday night. Uh, they didn't do so well against Indy. They lost 45-30. to 30. The, uh, it just keeps on getting better there. New York, couple injuries. Uh, if you look, Jonathan Taylor had a huge game, rushing 172 yards uh, for Indy, and um, Josh Johnson, uh, 317 yards passing. So I, I think that if you look right now, this weekend you have a couple games. You have Cleveland at Cincinnati. Uh, that's at one o'clock tomorrow. The Battle of Ohio. Uh, you have Joe Burrow there. You have Odell Beckham. And, and again, you know, you talk about that game. It should ordinarily be a big game. But what are we talking about right now? We're talking about Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham Jr. All week long about posts and uh, clips of video that not him, not another player, but his father put online of passes that. Baker Mayfield did not make to him when he was open or passes that were made to him, but they were behind him or too high, whatever it might have been, uncatchable balls. So obviously that was what the lead story was with Cleveland this week, culminating, by the way, in the uh, Browns and Beckham agreeing to end, terminate their relationship, and that would put uh, Brown or... uh, uh, Odell Beckham on waivers over the weekend. Being on, it's a Friday that it happened. Uh, the team can claim him off waivers up till four o'clock on Monday. If they don't, at four oh one, he's free to sign with any other team. So I guess we can, you know, see who you think Beckham should go to. Um, I heard someone say that he's coming to the Bucks down here, possibly. I don't think we need him. I really don't want to see him down here. I think we're all good right now with what we... With that said, we'd love to hear your thoughts on who you think um, should go after him and who you think he's the best fit for right now. But again, it's one of those situations where um, obviously there's the business end to football that goes with it, but you have a game, pretty big game, coming up this weekend against... Um, Cincinnati, the Bengals, and all we're talking about right now is Beckham. So we'll see what happens, but that's the way it's been going lately. You have Denver playing Dallas. Um, I do look for Dallas to win whether or not Dak plays. I look for Dak to play. Houston and Miami. Um, you know, Miami, I think, is, is due for a win, and they're going to get it this weekend. Saints in Atlanta. I don't know what to think of that game. I, I do think that... Um, as well as the Saints played last week against us. I don't think that without Jameis Winston in there, or or their backup quarterback, uh, 
Taysom Hill that they're going to be able to beat too many teams. I don't know what happened last week with us, but I don't see them winning uh, without those um, two quarterbacks in there. Las Vegas um, and New York. Uh, you know, Vegas, again, seems to be in the news every other week for some reason. Uh, sad, sad situation with their receivers, Suggs there, uh, Ruggs III. Uh, what are you thinking? 3.30 in the morning, out driving your car someplace at 156 miles an hour down a, you know, a side street, basically. Um, you know, talk about bad decisions. You know, my, my thoughts and prayers go out to the family of the car that he hit, killing the driver and uh, there's a dog in the back seat as well. Um, they're just terrible. Don't guys, the NFL has an app where you press a button, someone comes and they get you. And if that's not working, you call an Uber. And above all that, don't be out at three 30 in the morning because nothing good happens at three 30 in the morning. Um, you know, his, his blood alcohol level was off the charts and, you know, just bad, bad decisions all the way around on many people in that situation. Um, and, and hey, teammates, you know, everything, I, I know everything is on him. He's the one behind the wheel. But, you know, look out for the guys that, you know, are on the team with you. And you know what? If you're with him, you do not let him drive or you go and get him or make arrangements like we talked about before. But tragic situation, of course, the Raiders... Um, uh, terminated the contract they had with him, and that's the least of his worries right now because it looks to me that he um, is going to be in trouble here for a while and will probably end up um, with some prison time. It's a sad, sad situation, guys. Be be careful and you know pay attention to what you're doing. It's not worth it. Uh, the Patriots of Carolina, that's a 1 o'clock game. It should be one of the better games, I think. I look for Matt Jones and the Patriots to have another good game. And, um, you know, other than that, you have a couple um, Arizona and San Francisco. Arizona trying to rebound. I look for that to be a fairly close game as well. The um, night game is Tennessee at uh, L.A., and then Monday night, Chicago at Pittsburgh. Uh, that may be a decent game uh, with the Steelers playing a little bit better right now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. Sports at power901.com. We'll be right back. You are in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-284-1349 800-284-1349 
That's 800-284-1349. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Yeah, it's been a heck of a week as far as uh, sports. More things going on off the courts, off the uh, football fields, and then going on, you know, t- not to be left out. You have the NBA right now. You have the NBA looking into allegations against Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver over, you know, 70 accounts of current and former employees with racism and misogyny. Um, you know, it's ridiculous of what's going on. I mean, then you have Ben Simmons. If you st- want to stay on the NBA for a second, I mean, you can talk on and on about what's going on outside the lines, if you will, instead of what we should be talking about, you know, the actual stats and the players and the matchups and the uh, standings. But we're talking about all the peripheral things. You know, ben Simmons with the Sixers. Now he doesn't want to, um, he's refusing the mental help that the 76ers offered to give him. And, you know, by him doing that, he's saying he's not mentally ready to play. The Sixers said, well, no, we'll get you some help and, you know, talk to this guy, talk to that guy about his mental readiness. He's saying, nope, I don't want to right now. So uh, Thursday night, they had a game. He was supposed to be there. He didn't play. He got fined $360,000 for missing that game. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't spoken to anyone that, you know, feels sorry for the guy for, you know, getting fined $360,000. Um, so far, he's been fined about $2 million between practices, games, and meetings this season, but doesn't really seem to be stopping him. He says he doesn't want to play for the Sixers. Um the problem is the Sixers with the huge contract that he had just signed Simmons has no trade value if he's not playing and playing well. So it's kind of the Sixers are behind a, you know, in a rock and a hard place. He needs to play to be able to get his tradability, if you will, to a certain point to make it worthwhile. And But without him playing, you have no choice but to just find him. And... You know, he had a meeting last week with the team, and it seemed at that point that things may be going in the right direction. They're willing to give him some time and try to, you know, maybe help and be understanding. Um, but I guess this week, another turn of events, and he's back to his old ways of, you know, not wanting to, like I said, participate with anything with the team or, uh, you know, refuse the help that the Sixers organization had offered him. So, you know, you have that situation in the NBA. You know, instead of talking about the game and instead of talking about, um, you know, who's looking good this year, uh, you have LeBron out for, I guess, at least a week with a uh, abdominal strain. You know, despite despite Simmons not being there and playing, the Sixers are still 7-2. and two. You know, you don't hear people talking about that as much. You talk about Philly, the first thing they say is, oh, Simmons. You know, and then it goes on from there. So um, Miami's 6-2. and two, The Bulls are 6-2. and two. So uh, those are some teams that um, are off to a good start. You look a little bit further down. You have the Brooklyn Nets at 5-3. and three. Now, again, there we go. We talk about the Brooklyn Nets. We should be talking about the big three there with Durant, with Harden, 
and with Kyrie Irving. Instead, if you say that the New Jersey Nets, what does someone say? Oh, oh Irving, no, not playing with the uh, oh, COVID. He won't get the shot. So because there's a uh, mandate in New York that you can't get into these facilities uh, where they play without being vaccinated, he's unable to play. So he's not playing. Go figure. No, people say it's not political. But now that Adams got elected this past Tuesday, uh, as the mayor of New York, what's everyone doing? Well, maybe he'll change the policies, thereby letting uh, Irving play. Oh, I thought it's not policy. I thought there's no politics involved. So it, it's really it, it's getting to the point where it's um, it, it defies common sense, and you have to really um, get back to the basics. I think and use more common sense than uh, trying to understand all the goings-ons because it's really hard to try to keep up with the uh, dog and pony show that keeps on going on in all the sports these days. Uh, you can go on and on, and uh, unfortunately, that's about all the time we have. It's like you have all these issues going on, and you put on sports, and it's like, oh, by the way, the Braves won the World Series. It's like a second or an afterthought after everything else that's going on, which is totally backwards. And in my mind, anyway, congratulations to the Braves on winning the uh, World Series this year, beating the Astros uh, four games to two. And I look forward to uh, you know Hank Aaron, all the different uh, tributes that they had to him this year. And they're supposed to be at the All-Star game. Well, no, Karma said, all right, we can't have... Uh, a night at the All-Star Game will give you three home games instead in the World Series. So I guess uh, Atlanta fans are happy, and let's leave it as that on a, on a good note to end the show. As always, guys, thanks for listening to the Dream B Sports Show. I've been your host, Jim Barron. Again, the Bulls are playing tonight. If you're able to get out there, it should be a great football night weather-wise. Go down to Raymond James and cheer them on during the homecoming uh, festivities. Enjoy the uh, cooler weather here. Nice break from what's been going on. And as always, stay vigilant, stay safe, and above all, stay positive. And we'll talk to you next week on the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Have a great weekend.